Christ. We were just harmonizing. Sort of. We were. No, it was harmony. It was harmony. It was. We were screaming. Yeah. But it was harmonized. Painful harmony. Painful harmony. Oh, that should be our two-man acapella group. Painful harmony. Like, these guys never even sang a song at our wedding. They just yelled. Why did I pay $35 for this? <laughs> for an eight-hour wedding, we cost $35. <laughs> it's just us standing there in tuxedos like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> start playing if we're getting out of here on time. Ready, yeah, see, do Jonathan did the thing. same noise. No judges. No judges. <laughs> no judges on the weird <laughs> noises. At one-tenth the volume. My favorite albums are just, it's all Hot Fuss by the Killers all five times. Yeah, mine is uh, Weezer's new cover <laughs> album. <laughs> five times in a row. Hey, okay, Shit. so we're recording right now. I'm going to go on record and say I did listen to the Weezer cover album. Oh, my God. And it was better than the Africa cover because they put what a What song little, did you like on it? Uh, I liked the Take On Me cover. They put some effort into but it. But everybody fucking covers Take On Me. I know, but... I, I know that I was the one taking up for Weezer last time, but, like, every band on the fucking planet has covered well, Take On Me. Yeah, Dumb cynical. Right uh, he used to... Rip- write reviews for Coke Machine Glow and then he was now he's with Pace Magazine I think but he said Weezer became a parody of themselves with the Green Album then became a parody of that parody with the Red Album and then became a parody of that parody of a parody <laughs> with I don't know Hurley <laughs> the White Album so it only makes sense that with the Teal Album they're a parody of music <laughs> just, they covered Paranoid by Black Sabbath and No Scrubs they covered No Scrubs on that how's that go I don't want no scrubs. Scrub is a guy guy that thinks he's fly, and he's also known as a buster. This cover series month, I'm doing uh, Dirty to the Bone by Electric Light Orchestra. Hey, if you want to hear covers that don't suck and that you will like, sign up for my Patreon. Boom. Uh, Give us a little information on that. Patreon.com slash The Clerk Chronicles, motherfuckers. And to pay for your sponsorship on this episode, recap what's been happening. Jesus. From, from, recap it from the 20th Dead World. That's where you were. Oh, cool. <laughs> Just getting new information all the time. When you last saw your heroes on They're Hit They're all just dice. grilling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and pretending they don't like the dog, but when no one's home, they're like letting it lick their face and shit. Um, oh, my God. So we were going to go slander Lander, but that didn't happen. Well, it did. And we, he, Yeah. We it's not slander if it's true. Yeah, we fucked his shit up. <laughs> he just sort of like suddenly wasn't there anymore. He just sort of suddenly wasn't there anymore. Um, Callista was doing some amazing performance stuff. We all are really inspired by her mm-hmm. in general now. Uh, it's a fucking miracle that we are alive right now. It's a miracle that you're alive. The, it's right a now. fucking miracle that I am yeah. alive right now. It turns out that Lander was in cahoots with Unitazasis, the dragon. He was posing as some sort of evil woman. And she, had to happen. Had to happen. And so the dragon came uh, in the, he, into his full that. form, <laughs> and um, Isaac's made a big wall come up. Ouch! And then we, uh, I, I was invisible, and I stuffed a magic bean in his butt, and somehow succeeded. And we don't know what the bullet creature was bullet, uh, that was in his butt bullet. Are you saying and butt? What? Bullet, butt. Uh, anyway, so a creature formed in his anus out of a magic bean. Truth. Which magic beans are maybe the best item in the whole goddamn game. How many do you guys have left, by we the way? Two. two. Mm. Dose. And 
Hate that. We have two. <laughs> you gave him to us, buddy. Um, when the creature appeared in his ass, he uh, breathed some very toxic uh, smog, and it uh, smog. fucked shit up. Ornstein and smog. Van put his head in a bag of holding. Uh, somehow lived. Somehow lived. All the while, um, Demetrius, what's his name that plays the bongos? Davian. Davian. <laughs> You're not bongos, but whatevs. Uh the, the rest of the crew was able to get out of the falling tower. Um, Van, or uh, not Van, Patches can't read anymore. And he was ah, tiny. That's true. But I can read you. Oh, hey. hell yeah. Hashtag perception. Shit. Um, but somehow we all lived. Clerics healed everybody up. And we, mm, mostly everybody up. Yeah. Uh, we have had to leave our patron Isaacs in the crumbling building. Yep. In the jaws of fate. We also got a note from Isaacs that I that you couldn't can't read, read, and that's how I learned that I can't read. Uh, Calissa, remind us what that note says. That oh. Isaacs, it was the last, it was the last thing that Isaacs did or said to you before you left Raven's Bluff. He tucked yeah. this into Patch's pocket, and it was written on the back of the note mm-hmm. that you all sent him from the Elemental Plane of Fire. Yeah, so on the back of Patch's note from the Plane of Fire, um, singed around the edges and burned from all kinds of things, he scribbled to us the words, Find Garwal to the north in Mullmaster. M-U-L-M-A-S-T-E-R. Master we can get into that. Uh, yeah, he's Breaker like, of chains. <laughs> Master of moles, breakers of change! And Daenerys comes up with like, like a walking stick, like looking around, and there's just three moles on there. Digger of holes. One falls off. Piler of dirt. <laughs> Digger of holes. Uh, Molemaster is a town far to the north. To go to Cormanthir, on your way north, you would have taken northwest. To get to Molemaster, it's essentially the same, but it is northeast. And it sits at the pinnacle of the Glacier of the White Worm. Okay, which is where we need to go to find our precocious little tiny wizard friend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so... She's in the shit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. are we... Uh, everybody's in the shit So you right all have now. taken this secret exit. The only reason that you know it existed is because the Council of Lords was sneaking you out of Raven's Bluff once before. You all are sneaking out by yourselves through this dark, dim tunnel. And this dark, dim tunnel is brought to you by the bright, beautiful dice over at DiceEnvy.com. Ah. Wow. What what a dice collection those guys have over there. Get on over to DiceEnvy.com. Enter the code HitDicePod at checkout and you're going to get 10% off. In addition to that, if you want to fill up a coffee mug with dice, head over to our website, HitDicePod.com. Buy a coffee mug that I designed myself. They're minimalist. They're clean. They look good as fuck. It's going to make you feel good, and you can buy one for your favorite Dungeon Master player or yourself. Uh, you know, and besides that, let's just play Dungeons & Dragons, I guess. How long was this tunnel? It's a long tunnel. Uh, it is as long as it takes you to walk four miles, so it would take you all about 35 minutes of walking. Should we... 30 minutes, like a half hour. Should we'll we say. rest in the tunnel? Four miles? Because uh, we, we need to rest. I think we should get further out first. Okay. Nothing, a short rest. Maybe yeah. get close to the end of How it. How long is a short rest? Uh, an hour. An hour? Just an hour? I, well, short rest doesn't do really well. I was well, going to say, mean, is a short well, enough? I mean, I was going to do something if we got a short rest, but it doesn't matter. I, I need a, a long rest. rest. No, not without. We're <laughs> scurrying, I think. Okay. Secret passageway. Secret passageway. Secret passageway. Secret <laughs> passageway. Wow. Yeah. Um... You guys see Van um, is obviously distracted, and he's, like, shaking a yeah. bit. He's not looking at anybody. He's shaking. He's fucked up. Van, what's on your mind? Uh, nothing. That's clearly not true. I think you've been with us long enough that you can stop lying to us. What's going on? What do you need? No, I'm good, man. I'm fine. You know, okay. 
Just he only died. Yeah. No, it's nothing. Just have you ever like you saw something so beautiful that you uh, that you hated it and you just didn't even want to see it anymore? Like everything just sucks when you see something so awesome. <clears throat> anyway, whatever. Let's just. What'd you see? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I saw. Can you describe it? One time I was reading this book and it said that uh, hell is the most beautiful place you've ever seen. It's the most beautiful place in the world. It's so it's so beautiful that angels can't stand it. And that is what hell is. And I I think I saw that. And I'm I can't think I I fucking I don't know. I'm fucked up. I hate to do this to you, but I thought for a minute that maybe the the calamity was what I needed to be, but I can't fucking do it. I'm not cut out for this shit. I'm not worthy of being with you guys. You are, though. You've been with us for a while now, and you've held your own. Dude, I saw God. There's a lot of gods. I saw <laughs> one of them, at least, and uh, I, I, gotta get, I gotta go and think about some shit for a minute, because... You want to think about it in a little hut for a little bit? I'll think about it in the hut. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's that's good. Put me in the hut. Let's get through this tunnel and then like let's go. Let's see if let's it was. get up close to the end of the tunnel and maybe ride inside the end of right it. Right when we. I just don't want to be close to part. the city. Maybe she'll be back Aww. there. Aww. I hope not. That bitch. <laughs> what a fun arc that would have been. <laughs> We obviously need to go north, but I think that we need to rest. Yeah, of course. We haven't done that in a while. Um, on um, the bright yo, side? You guys are fucking... This is, the, this is the hardest day you've had ever in your lives, and this is the longest any of you in this campaign have ever gone without a rest. Yeah. Is it? As far yeah. as encounters are, go, yeah. This yeah. is the most encounters that you've had between a long okay. rest. It's a lot. Um, it's a whole lot. Yeah, but on the bright side, guys, you know, Disasters doesn't have the stones. He was looking for him. Not yet. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. But on the bright side, he doesn't have yeah. everything yet. There's, um, there's still we some saw hope. the big island pop out of the ocean. Yep. Would we have recognized it kind of as, I guess we wouldn't like recognize the outside of it looking like the dungeon that we crawled through. I mean, a black pillar of smoke yeah, was yeah. pouring from yeah. it. Like you can make some assumptions. Yeah. yeah. And it was a big white light gold light yeah a big white light like flash like lightning across the whole sky when the waves exploded out of the ocean these aftershocks of blue Mm -hmm. and red were coming out of the sky above it and then you saw like the trail of smoke coming back up and out of it yeah Yeah. we're gonna end up there eventually i think yeah Yeah, let's 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 get to the end of this tunnel and then we'll rest and then we can Mm -hmm. discuss Mm -hmm. further do you guys want to rest underground I think, like, right yeah i don't want to come out of the tunnel i want to get to the end of it and stay inside okay so you guys know where the end of the tunnel is. It's very obvious. There are yeah. sconces, and as you were walking down this tunnel outside of Raven's Bluff, these sconces are very obviously magical. They light as you're coming down it, and they light far enough ahead and behind you to see as far as your eyes will let you. But other than that, you can tell that as you're walking, they're flicking to life as you're, like, coming down this place. After about a 30-minute walk, you do come to the end of it. You know you're at the end of it because there are two more Raven statues and a set of stairs that lead up to mm-hmm. what looks like a ceiling. Uh, you all know better than this at this point. Uh, but you were at the end of the tunnel. Yep. So at the base of the stairs, um, I'm going to cast Liaman's tiny hut for us to rest inside. Okay. So we're very secure. Cool. Um, I'm going to pull out my backpack 
And I'm going to get all my incense and my herbs and stuff, and I'm going to bring back Ori. Okay, so you're taking an hour while this hut is being built to mm-hmm. bring Ori back and into this place. So I kind of just draw on the floor and bring out all these glyphs and circles and have my spell book out so I can, you know, reference it. Um, and then, yeah, uh, I do a few arcane words and some hand motions that are pretty fancy. Um, and right in there in the middle, uh, yeah, just like a heat shimmer appears and then there's little Ori just hanging out. I like the idea that the heat shimmer doesn't dissipate, it like gathers back in and around itself. Yeah, kind of like condenses into Ori. Right. And Ori is sitting here, she is in this place, you hear a very familiar hoot. Uh, She is back from the dead for, I think, the fourth time in the campaign. I think so. Poor poor girl. Third? Third. It is third. You're right. She likes to die. She has died a few times. (laughs) She's Um, used to it. And Callista, you raise your (laughs) tiny hut. Yep, I put up the tiny hut, and before we drift off to sleep, I'm going to play my song of rest so everybody gets an extra D6 to, well, we're going to go up to full hit points anyway, so never mind. You're going to attempt to take an eight-hour rest. Yeah, we're going to try to. So, well... I will play the Song of Rest so that if it ends up being just a short rest and you want an extra hit dice, you can roll a d6. Okay. Patches can't read. Ori is back. I read Patches a picture book. And yeah, I want to, while we're resting, hopefully resting, we'll talk to Van a little bit. Just be like, you know, the hardest part of journeys is just like dealing with the consequences of infinite choices that we're making. How are you doing? That's the hardest part of life in general. It's just... Van just keeps... Minor are losing this little um, totem, like mm-hmm. this weird little, it's like a little toy mm-hmm. or something. It's like a little horse that he had when he was a kid. He just keeps looking at it. He looks dead in Arvel's eyes, and he's just like, man, you're the coolest guy I ever met in my life. You just, you know how to, you just know how to do shit. And I'm also pretty old. You're, what, you're canonically in your 30s? So I was actually thinking about this. Van's never <laughs> described it. He's like, dude, I'm 500. No he's, no, he's like, dude, I'm 27 years old. Yeah. You're like a you're, baby in elf years. I'm, I'm so young. You're very young. And I watch you guys, and you're all so fucking good at what you do, and I feel like I come out here, and I've just, I've, I just fuck everything up. And all of my elders, they're in their, pouring him a they're drink. In their thousands, you know? <laughs> If I keep acting like a fucking idiot, mm-hmm. I, I could I could help end the world. You know that, um, or save it. That's the whole point of this. I feel so conflicted right now because my when I was trying to do good, I caused calamity, and they called me the calamity. And when I tried to lean into being a calamity, it just made things worse. I don't know. I just need to fucking sleep on it. Yeah, dude. I love I mean, you, man. When I was your age, I was ridden with visions of the future and what could possibly be, and um, it took me a long time to like, I don't know, find sanity. So, how do you how do you find yourself? How do you come into your own? Like, how do you understand who you are? I, I feel like a I feel yeah. like a blank slate. I think it's different for everyone. I, years of study for me. Yeah, I lost myself in books and gears. I don't know. I feel lost and and also like I want to go to church okay because I don't know I just this don't tell patches he'll ah. be fine what was there if, if patches saw if, if patches if patches saw what I saw he'd still be a badass motherfucker but I think he'd stop kicking rogues down the street clerics or yeah. clerics sorry yeah. clerics <clears throat> oh, well I always I always appreciate your insight and yeah. 
Um, just don't make any th- rash decisions. Oh, I, I think won't. about it. I love you guys, and it's I'll think about nice it. Nice having you. Nice. <laughs> yeah. You and he want, says that. You guys want nighty night? You guys want to mm-hmm. talk about anything else? Yeah. I've been sleeping. I'm already. Patches, he was Patches like, oh, they're talking about it? real shit? Good night. <laughs> as soon as he heard, I saw His God, he was like, like mm. too real. <laughs> Get over yourselves. <laughs> Van R will have a very serious conversation while Callista's pulling up this tiny hut. Callista, you mm-hmm. can hear their conversation. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I'm sort of, I'm just playing along. Just imagine I'm like playing the Song of Rest thing no, at the same like time. So okay. it's meant to be comforting and remind you of like reality sure. and mm-hmm. pretty sure there's... you saw Paylor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know who it was. It didn't have a face. That I, sound... I think there's something beautiful to be said for you all like crammed up in this hallway together mm-hmm. after the worst thing you all have ever experienced as a collective and as individuals mm-hmm. happened. You are all in a lot of pain. You all have just experienced a lot of pain whether you heal or not. Your lives were absolutely on the line, and you were all hanging by a thread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you all are resting now. You are speaking with one another. You're bringing each other down. Uh, you are having this moment where you experience something really real, and you bond with one another. This mm-hmm. happens in real life over much smaller things, and it, it's happening to you as a party now. You're talking about the things you've experienced. You are sussing them out. You are trying to come to terms with them. Uh, and as this happens, if everybody's done mm-hmm. talking... As Callista gathers everyone into a 100% platonic cuddle pile with arms, legs, and tail <laughs> around everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Because it's a, it's a small <laughs> hut, and we got to cuddle for warmth. And so. as we cuddle, I nestle my head up against every one of you guys, and I just say, thanks. I love you guys. Love you, too. The night goes by uneventfully for you. Uh, or the night or whatever eight hours there are. Shake loose from the ceiling, but mm-hmm. uh, you sleep. And what are the portents? We have not rolled portents in so oh my gosh. Long because you guys have not slept. They're, They're so, not so important. That you all works. wake up in this tunnel. Uh, you have no idea how much time has passed. The, the sconces stay lit around you. They're <coughs> magically inclined to do so if your presence is near them. So there is a little bit of light in this place. You can see outside of this tiny hut. Mm-hmm. However, when you guys wake up, you find a note. I'll read the note. <laughs> And it is from Van, and it reads, My friends, I, with great sorrow, have to write this, and as the tears run down my face, as much of a bitch as I sound, you guys have showed me how awesome the world is, and I have never had friends as true as all of you, and I will forever remember you. And I thank you. And I hope that one day our paths cross again. But I am not meant to be part of your squad anymore. You guys have important work to do. And I believe in you 100% that you can bring down the tear fall. But I know that I am too inexperienced to help you achieve that goal. It is with great sorrow that I have to leave you. And... Just remember, you guys are going to beat the dragons. You're going to end and stop the tear fall. But I know if I stay with you, it will not happen like that. Take care of y'all, motherfuckers. And one day I hope to see your faces again when all this bullshit is over. Yeah. 
And the only thing holding the note down is uh, a small bag that has two magic beans inside of it. Oh, I was actually going to leave the bag of holding with the elemental stone in it. Right, you had it. Uh, yeah, Lord. you should. <laughs> I'm, 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 any, any beans and the stone, all the stuff that was important that can help them, I'll leave it every bit yep. of that. And that's, that's what's waiting the note down. Uh, you all wake up to this in your little cuddle pile. Vane is gone. It is only you three. Back to three. That's not ideal. No. <laughs> Who wants to be in charge of these items? I'll take them. I'll put it with every other thing that I have. <laughs> <laughs> just I Are you getting encumbered, Arwol? Do you need somebody um, else to carry it? We don't it? play that luckily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus, can you imagine how boring that Little tiny Arwol. <laughs> do you think Do you think he went to Cormanthier? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I hope so. Maybe he can update them on what's happening out here and get them ready. We're yeah. going to need them. They did promise to be our allies in that fight, so. Hopefully the dower and saving the drow. Saving <laughs> the drow. That Hopefully. Would be cool. Probably they are. Well, we don't really, we can't really wait around much longer. We, yeah. we got to go. Um, I'm, I want to know what happened at the, wherever we were, what is it? The castle-ish thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a second, and I'm going to class, or first of all, I'm going to do my Ion Stone and cast two spells inside of it um, real quick. And then I'm going to cast, we'll after that, those two into my stone, um, Clairvoyance. Okay. Um, and I'm going to gain back those two spell slots. Um, I see. But it's a mile distant, or range for this, um, and I'm casting my little orb kind of above the castle, uh-huh. and I'm just looking out at... You want to see what's going on? Yeah. Uh, so you all have essentially rested for eight hours. Mm-hmm. You wake up. Your friend and compatriot, Van, has vanished from your party. Vanished? Yeah. Vanished. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Give you inspiration, but... Yeah. <laughs> I already have it. <laughs> already have it. Um, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you were looking that. above the castle. You would notice that a lot of the ships are burning in the port, that there is an island with smoke burning out as the sun is, like, rising behind it. Mm-hmm. You see this light that is burning through it, through the smoke that is coming up and off of it. There is this island... It looks like a trail has been blazed through the city down to the sea, straight toward that island. Mm. You can see the decimation of the buildings, of the castle, of the walls, of the people. And then as you're coming back to yourself, you realize that you're on the other side of those mountains. And you all have been here before. And as you sit on the other side of these mountains, you feel this cold. Even before the stone opens above you all, which it will when you're ready to go, you can feel the cold on the outside. Fall was settling in. People told you the weather was irregular. And as you were sitting in here, you can feel the cold biting at you already just a little bit. But you are all still down in this secret passageway. You have not left until you were telling me you leave, mm-hmm. so. Putting on my warmest cloak. <laughs> well, yeah. I run hot anyway, so I'm probably okay. Yeah, I'll get <laughs> dressed and then I guess we're going to make our way. Yeah, we got we to gotta go north. <laughs> Um, yeah, we make our way, but, uh, and then just intermittently on our journey, um, Mm -hmm. it lasts for 10 minutes, my thing. Yeah. If you want to look back, just let me know. And, um, I'm going to kind of go in between, uh, the sight version of it and then the hearing. I want to see if like, they're still like screaming or anything like that. You, it is dead silent. silent. Okay. It is dead silent in this city. You um, don't hear anything except the birds chirping in the forest around it and on the mountains. The sounds of the waves echoing up and onto the mountain peaks and echoing back off. Mm-hmm. You don't hear voices. Okay. Uh, you notice mm-hmm. that the city is destroyed. There's a trail of rubble and mm-hmm. debris all the way down to it and smoke yeah. pouring out of all of it. Some of the smoke is black. Some of it is a green. Yeah. But one thing is for sure that 
there's just a trail of destruction all the way to this island. And there's still the black plume. Yes, coming okay. from the island. Cool. Arwul, I'll let everyone know. Arwul, can, can you see the kettle? Can I see the you kettle? You know where it was. Mm-hmm. So the the kettle was not destroyed in the path. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, it looks like That's all you know, destroyed. though. All you know is that it's building, the, the building, building itself is wasn't there. destroyed. Yeah. Right. So there's a chance. Right. There. Yeah. Okay. Let's head out. You guys going for it? Yeah. <sighs> Onward ho. We're heading up. We're so heading as north. You, you were walking out these stairs, this giant stone slab. <laughs> oh. Oh. Is Kagerts on the way? Just Kagerts okay. is mm-hmm. very far off the beaten path. Okay. I will remind you, however, you have sending stones that are directly connected to Lupe. Yeah. If that's um, what you're interested in. I don't know. Yeah. Well, on our way, I would like to use it, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's try to get any help we can. You guys, since the beginning of the campaign, mm-hmm. have been meaning to contact Lupe. Yeah. Yeah. And so okay. you pull out the sending stone, and as you were walking, this giant stone slab just like... <laughs> it starts to scrape across the top of you, and as it does, this light pours in from the day, and you can hear the chirping of birds. Even though it is cold, and you can see this frost creep into this place. It is colder outside than it has any good reason to be, and the sky is still covered. And it doesn't look like billowing overcast clouds. It looks like a solid sheet of gray, like slate across the entire sky. Like someone's put a piece of gray construction paper down over it. It looks unnatural. You can hear these birds chirping. You can see your breath as soon as this stone leaves. And as you all are walking up, uh, Arwil pulls out a sending stone that you were given very specifically by Lupe. And as you pull the stone out, nothing happens for just a moment. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden she says, Yes, hello. It has been so long since I have talked to all of you. <laughs> hey, Lupe. How are you? Well, things have certainly been better. Yeah. Many, of our, many of our staff have left, as I'm sure you can understand. Yeah. Do you know what's happening in Raven's Bluff? Everyone knows what is happening in Raven's Bluff. We can see it all the way at the school. Yeah. This pillar rising to the sky. Yeah. What do you know of it? What have you seen? A green dragon destroyed Raven's Bluff. Destroyed? The town is decimated? Uh, a good portion of it. Unfortunate. And you were there. You saw this thing. I did. We're leaving now. And how did you survive? Tell me about it. Did By you learn anything? skin of our teeth. No, not much. Mm. Well, unfortunate. Uh, I assume in the midst of all this, uh, from the sounds of it, you were involved. Uh, yes. From the sounds of it, you barely escaped. Uh, and from the sounds of it, you are calling me or calling my attention because you need something. Not to talk. If the straits are as dire as they sound. Yeah, exactly so. Way about words. <laughs> I am a scholar. I'm a one of business. I have no time to waste. Love it. Um, I have not been able to use your other scroll. I've not met any good dragons, unfortunately. Um, well, there are not many in the world. But we're heading north to, what, Barracks Hold? Where is it? Molemaster. Molemaster. If you could possibly send any spell scrolls that you need tested out this way or... Anything lying around to help, I don't know, with the growing crisis, that would be amazing. Uh, allow me to interrupt you, Professor. Yes. You say that you didn't use the scroll of good dragons, but I sent you three, and you say you need more. Tell me about the other two. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I thought maybe you would have gotten my note. Um, I received the note, but I'd rather hear it from you. Well, one, uh, we used uh, to great effect, and it healed us. Um, I forgot what that was supposed to do originally. The original one, you're right. She was like, it's supposed to do this. Yeah, and she was upset else. about it. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, and then I'll tell her about the shielding spell and just how it was incredibly powerful and she's onto something. It would have killed all of us if we didn't have that shield spell. Oh, good to hear. Uh, you, you make fantastic guinea pigs. Uh, I'm happy to help. Two more scrolls, I think, to replace them. I think three is good. That's great. Thank you. Perfect. And uh, you were heading to Molemaster. Do you have anyone you were meeting, any places you were going? Or should I send them to? Uh, Garwell. We'll be meeting, yeah, Garwell. 
Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> 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 it seems in these situations, irony always finds a way in. Uh, it's better to look at the brighter side of things. Gives you a new perspective. You know what I mean? I do. In addition to those scrolls, uh, as promised, I did not send you those scrolls because I thought they would save your life. I sent you those scrolls because I wanted you to test them. I'll send some money your way as well. Grants from the school, grants from wizards around this place. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Do you have any requests? Would you speak to my abjuration friend, the one who worked at Kaggart's? Yeah, Gregory Vanderman, and tell him that we're involved with what's happening in Raven's Bluff, and we're trying to prevent further catastrophic, or catastrophe. And if he could send some aid of some sort. Send it to Raven's Bluff, you mean? No, um, up to Molemaster as well. I'll see if I can include it in my package. He is, lucky for you, one of few of the staff that has remained. I thought he might be. And can I help you with anything else, Professor Garrett? Can you think of anything that we could use from the school? Nope. I mean, okay. I'm not no, familiar with what it. they would uh, have. Thanks, Lupe. Um, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you. Uh, you are my most important guinea pigs. I will send it to Mole Master. I hope that you receive it well and in safe hands. Otherwise, call me if you need me. All right, thank you. Cool. And I put the sending stone back in my bag. And then, yeah. I'm like, hey, right. guys, we're getting some more spell scrolls at least. Okay. I can't read. Can't read, but I, um, <laughs> I put on my medallion that Grindrum Brighthammer gave me, um, and I say, Paylor, 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 yay, Paylor. <laughs> Hooray for Paylor. <laughs> yeah, I think I actually hopes, pulled this out. In hopes that I can talk to Grindrum. And so Patches says, Paylor, 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 oh my god, you're so great, Paylor. <laughs> and you see this medallion light up. And <laughs> <laughs> He's like, someone's talking about yeah. me. And then, uh, Hello. Has low uh, no, standards. Like, Patches, my boy. It has been, well, not so long as the first time we spoke, but what a surprise to hear from you again. I assume everything is well. Uh, it's terrible. It's fucking terrible. Tell me, what do you need? What do you call me for? So I know of a place that could use your help, I think. Well, it's dangerous. And <laughs> danger? I've and who falters at danger? The weaker, like... the small, the dim of light. There you go. Seems like the, <laughs> there you go. Seems like the perfect place for some clerics to put their skills to use. Are there no clerics of Paylor in your town? Th there are, but, you know, I think this town needs a lot of them. Raven's Bluff has been attacked by a dragon. The dragons are trying to regain power in, of the world. Um, ah, they always are. Well, uh, they're close. We almost all died. My my friends and I. I sleep well at night knowing you helped the people. Knowing that Paylor's light was guiding you there. Well, something was guiding me. Anyway, long story short, Raven's Bluff could really use your help. Lots of people are dead or dying or sick or injured. The town is destroyed. Uh, if you want to, you know, you and your cleric friends should maybe go help them. My friends, your mentors. Of course, we're there to help. And where are you heading? What is your plan? Have you left the town? I am I am in the process of leaving the town. I'm heading north. But after I do a couple things, I'm going back to Raven's Bluff, and I'll see you there, if you go, if you want to go there. But where are you heading, my boy? I'm heading to Molemaster. Ah, Molemaster, I know it well. A town of monks, of clerics. People who are strong, who have resolve. Jesus. You'll fit in well there. <laughs> You'll find your light there, I'm sure of it. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's great. I didn't know that it was such a cleric-friendly 
place. Well, isn't everywhere? Uh, not if I can help it. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, that's where I'm headed. I've got a couple things to do uh, before I head back to Raven's Bluff. You know, as you're obviously ending this conversation, uh, he says, Be straight with me. Your friends. You. How are you? Uh, we've been better. Um, we're trying to stop the end of the world as we know it. More or less. <laughs> as every adventurer seems to do. Yeah, well, it's happening. We're mostly fine, you know? We're, uh... We're just trying to help. Can we hear the conversation, or is it just yeah? Like it's like, it like yeah. It, it's not a telepathic thing. It's like an uh -huh. intercom system, basically. Callista reaches over and grabs the pen and is like, "We need all the help we can get." <laughs> uh, yeah, and he says, "Patches, from the day I met you, I knew that Paylor had smiled upon you. And the beauty of this is, though you reject it, you are still chosen. You are destined for great things." Your, the, this call is proof. This communication is proof. You lived through a cataclysm, my boy. You cannot deny it for long. And I'm not saying you accept it now. What I'm saying is, I'm sorry, I, I get ahead of myself. I am aware that you do not like these, this talk. What I am saying is, I'm proud of you. And I will do what I can to help. Thanks, Gregor. If you need anything, you call. Okay, I'll take you up on that. And if all things work out, perhaps I'll see you on this side. And if not, I'm positive I'll see you on the other. Okay, well maybe I'll talk to you soon. Be safe. You too. And then... Over and out. <laughs> Over and out. Okay, let's well, mosey. Yeah. Um, what's your intelligence? Not. <laughs> can't read. He can't read. That's not bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of intelligent. I know. I'm not wise. I can't smell. On our travels, mm -hmm. um, I want to try teaching Patches some sigils and glyphs and things like that for this ritual spell. What ritual spell? Comprehend languages. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me fucking brain on this motherfucker. You smart, bro. You smart. You smart. Yeah. Um, She's like, Patches, come here. Yeah, and we're like, yeah, just, you want to learn to read again? Uh, yeah, that'd be useful, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love to read. Um, it's good to read I labels on what you're like stealing. part of the fruit you drank. It was like a side effect. Personally, I think it's actually the potion. But. Or what would you get trying like, to shift the blame. Yeah, I'm shifting the blame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as far as I know, it was just to just feign death, but maybe, yeah, maybe something else was in there also. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't um, either. But, uh, and I'm gonna give him some, like, papers that I wrote on, and just show him, and, like, try to memorize these, and maybe you can learn a spell, it'll help you read again. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll do that. Okay. okay. Patches can't read them, but he's not gonna tell you he can't. But he can at least memorize the symbols. He can try. Yeah. Yeah. Roll, uh, roll an intelligence saving throw for me over there. Ooh, saving throw. Saving these. throw. Ooh, these don't happen a lot. Eight. Hell yeah. You don't remember any Minus one. So, <laughs> well, Patches is like, he's, he's putting on a big show. That yeah. Like, yeah, 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 these are good. Thank you very well, much. Practice every day. <laughs> and uh, you all you all walk for, it is about an eight-day trip mm -hmm. up to this place. Mm -hmm. You leave that pillar of smoke behind you, the Earth Spur Mountains, they grow small in the distance. And as you're walking up here, the air grows colder 
and colder, and it begins to bite at you. And Van has been gone for four days at this point. You have not heard back from him. Maybe you had these notions that he was just, like, gone and going to pop back in or something. But up until this point, it's just you three. And Ori. Mm-hmm. And as you were walking up this road, you hear just the strangest thing. You hear a bunch of little voices. You think. And you don't know what they're saying, but it sounds like they're chanting. There's like... Oh you can hear like a bunch of these little voices just chanting all together like <laughs> like and the closer you get the louder it gets and as you get up and onto this road you notice that there are a bunch of little goblins just standing on the road with a bunch of spears and swords and they're just like dancing around the road and as you all come up they're not moving they obviously see you they're just like <laughs> <laughs> Just like dancing across and like keeping you from doing it. And then the, one of the goblins steps out and they're like, stop. Hammer time. <laughs> and they're like, it will be if you don't hand over all of your goods. We're the not going to do that. Do you, empty your pockets. Fuck you. No. They're already empty. Move. Do I recognize any of the goblins? You can uh, roll a perception. Um, It's not great. Seven. You don't notice any of these goblins. You don't recognize them. Okay. You notice them. They're standing <laughs> in the road. There are, I, I should be more specific. It is not five goblins. It is like 30 goblins. And they are in a crowd. And it seems like you are the only ones on this road <laughs> with them. And like while one is screaming out to you, it has like this really long nose and this like leather cap that hangs down on its head with these two little rings that lay under it. And it holds a sword out to you. And this sword is small and it is crude, but it is glowing brightly. Like, this bright light is coming off of it, and it just says, Empty your pockets! Um, I say, Put that fucking sword away and get the fuck out of our way. We're gonna kill all of you. And ah. try to intimidate him. Okay, roll intimidation. 15. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so the goblin's like, ah, ah, And you see it, like, back up, and, like, all the others are like, ah, ah. And you see this other one like run up in between him and it's like, they they won't listen. These people won't listen to me. And uh and he's like, come out, show them. And then you see this other goblin steps out, almost as big as a dwarf. This goblin stands firm, and his bored expression is only complemented by his far-off gaze. Big hands lay lazily to each side, his skin is brown green. And he is missing the top of his left ear. And he says, No, it's you. Come in. And says, They're fine, they're fine. Come inside. Inside where? What is this? You would recognize Brusbull. Brusbull, yeah, Brusbull. You would recognize Brusbull from Kaggart's. Brusbull? So you all walk, you see Brusbull sitting there looking like dull and bored, and he's like, You excited to see me, eh? You're a leader. No, oh, I'm no leader. Very I'm proud. just stronger than these. Well, that We're makes you a leader. The most goblin I've ever met. He looks back and he says, "You think I'm the leader? You guess who's the leader?" And he like turns his back to you and starts walking. He like, wa- oh, he what's like her name? waddles into the woods Sparks. with all these goblins are behind him. Like, they're <laughs> <laughs> like cheering and they all have this very like, adventuring gear that none of them should be able to afford uh-huh. and like potions at their sides and like all this stuff but they're like chanting up and into the woods with Bruzbull as he's like leading them in there's like 
29 goblins behind him just like chanting and singing as they're like walking into the woods. Do you all follow them? Yeah. Yeah, we'll For follow sure. them. Okay. This farm has always been good to me. So I've always been good to it. I know quality when I see it. I can feel it. Smell it. <laughs> Hell, I can see it coming from a mile away. My dad always taught me to be looking forward. And so I always am. When I'm looking for quality dice, homegrown, right here, I look no further than Dice Envy. They have numerous, incredible collections, dice that feel unique to me, and that I can tell were made with love and care. If you want dice that roll well and aren't unique to you, well, I suggest walking on down to DiceEnvy.com, grabbing yourself a couple of sets, and, well, <laughs> feeling right as rain as if all's right with the world. Remember, you can never have too many dice. And for a limited time, you can get 10% off of your entire purchase by entering the code HITDICEPOD at checkout. You walk into this thicket, and as you walk into this thicket, it gets deeper and deeper, and Bruzzle's just like pushing through it, like it doesn't bother him. Though the thistles and the briars are obviously scratching him, he's just walking through it, his brow is stuck forward, and as he walks up to this tree, he hits it one good time with a club, and you hear it echo out and into these woods. Briorig, let us in. And you hear a small voice say, why are you asking me permission to come in? Just come inside. I don't understand what... This is the first time you asked to come in. Just bring all of them inside. I, I was sleeping well until you showed up. And then Brusbel walks in and all these goblins start to fill in and they're going through like a briar bush, it seems like. But they're all walking through it and Brusbel walks in. He just like pushes through it. All the other ones are lifting it up with their spears and then like the last 25 of the goblins are just like... They're like chanting and singing, it seems like, because they all walk inside. They're like really excited to be bringing you in. Uh, do you guys want to follow them in? Yeah. Sure. They're like rear rig. Okay. Well. <laughs> you all Ish. walk into this place. And as you walk into this place, you are in a cave. And it is lit fairly well. Um, and as you walk into this cave that is under this ground, you walk about 25 feet in, and then all of a sudden, it's just open. There are stalagmites and stalactites hanging from it. It looks like a throne has been carved out of one of them. And as you walk in, you notice that there are candles burning all around one of these stalagmites. What's really strange is that it looks like there's a skull on the top of it. There are candles burning out of both of its eyes and on both of its horns. And you can see that, like, as these goblins come in, they're all dancing around it. They're like, ah. With all their weapons and all their weird little things, they're all just like dancing around it, and Rhea Rig comes out. And he is saddled on what looks like a possum. But the possum... The possum has what looks like a fake cattle skull on top of it. And as Rhea Rig comes out riding this thing, he has a mount on top of it, like a leather saddle. And Rhea Rig comes out and he goes, Oh, I remember you! Hi, buddy. I'm sure you remember me. How are you, Rhea Rig? I'm fine. I, I only vaguely remember you, but he's yeah. like, he's like, and I only vaguely remember you. Cool. Good. And so he's like walking <laughs> around his, his possum, kind of, kind of like showy little possum you got there. going in circles, and he's like, this isn't my only possum. 
You have other possums? I have many possums. Of course you do. More than you! <laughs> you do have more possums than me. You're That's right. right! I do! And you're in my home now! It, it's lovely to be here. Are, are That's you? right! It's much better than that smelly old school where they fed us mush and they didn't let us kill people. Okay. You've been oh, killing there's... people, Rhea Rig? If I need to. Who have you been, who have you killed? Well, next we're going to kill these guys. And he points over and the goblins separate and you see that they have four, what looks like adventurers tied up. Oh, and Rhea like Rig. on the ground in front of this throne, in front of this like cattle-like skull that has candles burning out of all of it. And he's like, I assume you came to save them from me. We don't, I don't, we don't know who these people are. You haven't killed anybody, and you're not going to kill these people. Sure, you might think that. And as he's sitting here riding his possum that has like a little cattle skull on the top of it, you see a bunch of little baby possums come out of the side of it. And all the baby possums also have cattle skulls on the top of them. <laughs> they're smaller, and they're like crudely made. And Rhea Rig's sitting like riding this possum, and he's like, So you didn't come to save your friends. Are those your other possums? A likely story. Do we know them? The adventures uh, from you can roll a perception. Just curious, are they our friends? We don't have friends. This is such a nice welcome, like respite from. Perception, <laughs> I'm so bad at. Wait, is like my favorite adventure. Oh, nice <laughs> um, yeah, that's a four. Uh, he's like, you don't recognize them. You aren't fooling anyone. You don't recognize I them. I have no idea <laughs> who they are. Rear rig. He's like, I know you came here to stop the great rear rig to cancel my culture of the buffalo, but we are more powerful than you could ever imagine. No, you're not. Um, and you're not going to kill these people. Who are these? Where did you get these people? Maybe we won't kill these people, but maybe we'll kill you. You're not going to kill me. And you see all um, these little baby possums, like, crawling up all over him? That's so creepy. He's just got baby possums on him, and he's riding this mama possum, and he's all just those, sitting in front of you. Rear those rig. other possums you were talking about, those are baby possums? Don't grow one day. One day. Rear rig. And I have a friend more powerful than all of you combined. Rear so rig. Watch your tongue in my home. Rig, rig. Your... where did you get that? And I'm pointing up at the skull. I found it on the way here. There was a sad family, oh. and we went to their farm, and we made fun of them, and we took their things. And they're ours now. Do you... Rearig, <laughs> do you remember when you first met us and we had a buffalo? That's why I started all of this. Of course I do. It was my buffalo, and your friend took him from me. No, it was his buffalo. And now you have its skull. Well, if it was his buffalo... And why is it? And he like gets up on the possum and he like stands up on the mama possum and he has a little like cow skull and it's on the mama possum and all the baby possums have skulls and he stands up and all the baby possums are still on him. And he's like, then why is it here? Because Buffalo died, you fucker, and you stole his head. Uh, and as he's like yelling and up on this, Brusbull's just like sitting there beside him, like totally uninvested in the conversation. And then you see a female goblin with stringy hair step out. She has it pulled into a poor ponytail. Her clothes are no longer simple. She wears Darksy. very fine clothes. And the trinkets around her are no longer eating utensils on strings. She has silver bracelets. She has golden earrings. And she comes out and she says, It's been a long time. Hey, Thirksy. And she walks up to Patches and she puts her hand on his. She holds your hand. She says, Do you still have what I gave you? Oh, yeah, the, um... Was it a spoon? A spoon yeah, mm -hmm. I do. May I have it back? Sure. Yeah, and she so she takes it and she looks at it and she smiles. She still is holding your hand and she says, "A moment." And Rhea Rig's like, "A moment only because we give you a moment." And Darcy's like, "Rhea Rig, hush." And he like sits down on his possum and like he like <laughs> looks at you all. He's got all these baby possums on him. 
And uh, just a really quick description of Riedrich. He is small even by goblin standards. His dark, beady eyes are constantly shifting between all of you. He's perpetually out of breath. He's like, <sighs> like he just talks so much. He, can't <laughs> he wears simple clothing, and he also wears a toothy grin. He has a buffalo skull on his head or a cattle-like skull, as does his possum, as does all of his baby possums. And he's just like sitting here on a, a leather saddle that is on top of this possum, and he's just looking out at all of you. He's a strange one. Thoraxi comes back her stringy hair, and she says, This will serve you better. You were good to us. You were good to me. You were our friends. And she walks in between these four hostages that they have taken sitting in the middle of this cave, and she hands you uh, a necklace, a really fine-looking necklace. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm. Is, is it a magical necklace? I mean, it makes the hair on your arms and neck stand up when you touch it but you don't know if it's magical. Thank you, Thraxi, and I, I, I put it on. Yeah, you put it on, and you feel a brief and quick connection to this necklace as you put it on. I should say something about the necklace. It is not a chain. It is like a chandelier of a necklace. Hell it yeah. is, like, gaudy, and there are, like, crystals. Callista like, is so was, jealous. Like, someone who has never had anything nice would think this was the most beautiful thing they had ever seen. And it's just like little crystals and a bunch of chains and gold and all this stuff. But she hands it to you and she gives it to you. I'm going to let Callista hang on to this for me. Okay. I, I take it. And it, it. I mean, is this okay? You are all my friends. It's yeah. for all of you, not just him. Thank you. Hey, I have a question for you. Uh, <laughs> hey, Rhea Rig. Buddy. And he's uh, like holding a spear above his head. And all the goblins are like doing a little circle around him. Like all 20 of them. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah! Like, actually sitting in the middle of this place. I should mention that Rhea Rig is much fatter than the last time you left him. That's adorable. Uh, <laughs> when you found the this buffalo skull, you didn't happen to see the guy who you claim took the buffalo from you, did you? Oh, the guy who took my buffalo. He gets his spear and one of those four hostages, he just like shoves his spear in. Ah. Like, right into their back. And, like, you just see this blood start, like, pouring out of their back. He's like, no one takes anything from me. He's like, these were always mine. And your friend, if I had seen him, I would kill him. And he stands up and he's like, kill him! And all the goblins are like, like, just, like, dancing around him still as you all are, like, sitting in this weird little cave with all of them. I love them. This is so (laughs) creepy and weird. Okay, so you didn't see him. No. That's a no. No. Okay. Insight. Hey, twelve. You think you think Rearig may be too uh, simple to be hiding any greater truths like this? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah, Rearig. You mentioned a really powerful friend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who's that? And our four guests. And he looks over to them and he sticks a spear in a different one. Please stop stabbing <laughs> them, Rearig. Stabbing Rearig. And he's like, <laughs> they're not good. They will meet him. Paylor's sake, stop stabbing them. Disasters will make a disaster of these people and this Disasters. whole place. Disasters? My friend. Who is yeah, that? Well, that. he's a better friend than you ever were. You walk in here acting like you know me, but you didn't help me. You left me at that school. You left us at that school, me and Thraxi and Brusbull. We could have died, but we didn't. And he sticks a spear in the third person. <laughs> <laughs> 
who is in charge here? <laughs> and they're like, they're like trying not to scream out. You can tell, like these are obviously adventurers that they have tied up mm -hmm. in this place. They're like, their hands and their feet are bound, and they're bound on their backs, and they all have other smaller scratches with dried blood around them, like where they're sitting here up against the ground. Rerig, stop stabbing people. I will stab whoever I want in my home. You're not gonna stab. You're in my home. Try to stab me, bitch. Why would I stab you? You're not tied up. That's not so stabby when they can stab back, are you? He's got you there. He's on his possum looking at you. He's got a bloody spear. How about this? If you stab them again, I'll stab you. He's like, I'd like to see you try. And all the goblins are like, and they all stop and they wheel, they like brandish their weapons all toward you. Like 25 individual goblins have their weapons pointed at you now. At this just, point, outside the door, you just hear. And little screams. And then through the door of the cave, it was a door, right? Yeah. There's like a, yeah. You just hear. The brambles of the cave. And this fucking huge axe starts breaking through. And then uh, the door just breaks in half. As it's happening, yeah, I hide. Uh, Patches hides, and as you're hiding, like hide behind. Rerig has his gay set on you, and all these goblins are looking at Dory. He's like, he's like, at arms, at arms, my people. And as he's making eye contact with you, Patches, he looks at the fourth person beside him tied up, and he sticks a spear in. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'd kind of like squint at him, and, and uh, but I rolled a twenty-nine for stealth. You squint at him, and then you you see him trying to figure out where you went, but he like doesn't move his spear. He's like, yeah, <laughs> like sitting up on top of his possum <laughs> with all the baby possums. Asshole. So there's basically just like dirt and dust clearing from where this door pretty much just exploded. All you hear is, "I'm no meteorologist." But I'm pretty goddamn sure it's about to rain. Red Dead Redemption. I Two. Beam. <laughs> I so And then I go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I go, hey, Patches. <laughs> so Guy walks in. <laughs> and he's like ripped. <laughs> Fucking ripped. That's awesome. He's got he like. Multi-classed in fighters. So he's got like fucking like. Armor plates on. He is looking badass. He's got this giant fucking like crazy war axe. I want him. You should do like what is it? The vengeance paladin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he walks in and he picks a rear rig up and takes the possum. You can't walk straight up to rear rig. Oh, okay. He's got. Like oh yeah, he got a bunch of guys. Yeah. You want me to roll initiative? If you're gonna start killing him. All right. I say, you little piece of shit. You give me. Buffalo's skull. I'm not gonna fucking take no for an answer. And if I have to hear one word out of your goddamn mouth, I'm gonna start splitting wigs and I'm starting with you. And he stands up on his possum and he says, All of our hair is real. So I'd like to see you try to split my wig. <laughs> I take that war axe. Roll intimidation. Boy. That was an eight. If they still exist. They've gotta be here Holy somewhere. Fuck. <laughs> Rear rig rolled an eight, too. 
We are in his It was mind. a five. It was worse. So Rerick stands up, and he has a spear that has blood dripping off of it over his head, and he's like, I'd like to see you try. All right. I'm going to throw the hand axe into his skull. I am going to move in a way where a majority of the goblins are in a line. I will try to intimidate uh, Rerig as well, and okay. I'm gonna like spark up my glove and be like, this is not a fight you want, Rerig. Oh, I don't wanna kill him. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna uh, roll kill. intimidation. Uh, 16. What? Uh, yeah, you see him, you see his spear like lower, and he's like, but, and he looks at Guy, and then Callista, and he's looking at you like, help? Help you? And he's and he looks to you guys, and he's like, what? And I you walk see, out from behind the... And I say, no more words. It is time for it to rain redemption. And I'm going to fucking throw my axe at him. That, like, landed so weird. It's an 18 to throw my hand axe directly into his skull. He's just dumb. He doesn't need to die. Okay, fine. I throw it at... A bunch of, a handful of random goblins. Okay. I just hit him with, like, the handles. <laughs> <laughs> Broadside. Well, like, well yeah, there's a bunch of goblins in front of me, so I'm just going to sweep it. All right, with the axe. Yep. All right. So. 18. So that would be. Show me the damage. Three damage. Okay. So with three damage, uh, you will not kill anybody, but you do cleave a few goblins. They fall backwards. Thoraxy comes up, and she she has no idea you have not been with this party. They have no idea what your story has been up until this point. They assume you all have been together, that you remember all of them. And Tharsi runs up and she grabs the back of your pants because you're shirtless. And she's like, don't hurt him. He... I'm shirtless, but I have like a... like a. a He's a fine a leader. And he recruited... I start untying the... The hostages? Yeah, the hostages. Uh, okay, so you start untying the hostages. The goblins are all frozen. You are surrounded by ten goblins as soon as you start to untie them, Patches. They do not attack you. They have their weapons poised at you. And Thraxi says, Rerig has been... Geez, he's been good to us. He recruited disasters. He got us out of that place. He gives us food. We sell items. He doesn't kill people. Well, he stabs them. He stabs them. And, and I look at around and I was like, if any of you motherfuckers touch me with a spear, I'm going to kill you. And I'm, I just keep untying. Roll intimidation. <laughs> I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. Yeah. That's better. 21. Nice. Yeah, and you see all these goblins, all ten of the ones surrounding you, pull their weapons back, and you hear Rerig under his breath be like, but, but I'm and I look directly goblin on a possum (laughs) I look directly into his eyes and I just go you're the goblin on the possum own it and I look down at Thraxir and I just fuzz up her hair and I'm like take care of this little shit ball and I walk across the room because I guess the goblins aren't and another person walks in behind guy yeah and I just I say come on in it's cool and I walk over to the skull and I blow out the candles and I, I set them aside and I put my forehead to the forehead of the buffalo skull and I say, it's time to come home, buddy. And uh, I pick up the skull and I walk and I say, Dinara, we have what we've come for. Now my payment must be fulfilled. And she asks for your hand. I give her my hand. Yeah, and she takes it out and there is there's a woman sitting behind Guy. She has a skull and charcoal painted onto her face. 
She has a small light in her hand, and as she does, she drives a dagger into his hand. And she says, blood is not the only payment. Of course. All of the gold payment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so you pay her 3,000 gold pieces. Oh, yeah. No and with that, you put the gold in the blood on her hand, and she holds her hand out and puts it in the skull of this buffalo. And as she pulls it into herself, she steps everyone aside. She shoves her staff into the ground, and she starts drawing circles on it. And she says, stand back. You are about to witness the difference between life and death. And as she does, she waves her hands over it, and the smoke starts pouring out from this place. And she looks to you, and she says, I have found what you paid me for, and I will bring back what you paid me for, and then we are done. Your services will always be appreciated. And as you say this, she slams her hands onto the ground, and the smoke just, like, sucks into the ground and then shoots back out, and all these bones are, like, rattling around the room, and then they pull into this single space, and you see the skeleton of a buffalo standing in this room. <laughs> and it rattles, and it moves. The guy uh, on an undead buffalo? A guy on a necromance buffalo! <laughs> Wow, that is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, slightly creepy. Yeah, yeah. I say, like, I now know the difference. Yeah, between and while this and is all death. happening, these bones are bouncing <laughs> and off and undead. rattling, and Rhea Rig is standing here, and Patches is untying these hostages. One is still tied up, and Rhea like, gets a spear and like sticks it into their back just a little bit. Like, I, right I want to get to like, use fast hands and snatch the spear out of his hand and bring it over my knee. <laughs> okay, uh, and Calypso moves over and just flicks uh, roll a dex check against Rhea Rig. Yeah, I want to. It's good. Um, yeah, I win. Um, <laughs> yeah, I win. It is a 20. Yeah, you beat the fuck out of him. Uh, and so you grab it and you rip it out of his hand and break it over your leg. Do you want to say just, or do I'm, anything? I'm, I'm, no, I don't say. You I, just throw I, it I and just, cut I him throw out? Throw it in, against the wall into the corner. So you cut this. Uh, there is a dwarf in plain clothing. There is a human female in what looks like. Uh, brown and green cloth with a fur cape flying behind her. There is another woman who is in chainmail from head to toe. And then lastly, there is a woman in a green dress with green hair and antlers and twigs all around it. And you set all four of them free. Are there any outstanding injuries on any of them or just like well, little uh, cuts and stuff? There are a marks? few cuts on each of them. They look very deep. One on each of them is very fresh. Uh, yeah, because they've each been stabbed once. Yeah. They're adventurers. Yeah, okay. they stand up, and they're, like, rubbing their wrists, and they're looking up to you. I kind of say, like, look at them all, and be like, you okay? You doing okay? The dwarf steps out, and he's like, uh, of course we are okay. How'd you... Uh, Never mind. We appreciate your help, <laughs> but you are friends of these goblins? Not exactly. Before they were a marauding band, they were the staff of a school. We helped them. They helped us there. We helped them solve a mystery, basically. Interesting. Um, yeah. And the dwarf uh, reaches over, and as you were talking to him, he <laughs> pushes Rerig off the possum while you guys are all talking. <laughs> That's very he satisfying. He just like, hit the ground, and he doesn't like look over and say anything, and he's like, we are forever in your debt. We'll leave something for you outside. Thank you. And uh, if you would, I don't know how long you've been in here or what you know about what's going on in the wider world, but strong fighters can always be used uh, near Raven's Bluff. Big things happening. We have better things to do. We move to the north. We are merchants. We have things to sell. Oh, we're going north, too. 
Nothing more, nothing less. I want to buy some of your shit, probably. Perhaps we should talk outside. Wait for us out there. Okay, head out and see what's of your stuff, then. If they call disasters upon you, you think these goblins caught us? If disasters were to come out, you would surely be captured as us as well. What is, who or what is disasters? And he looks over as Rerig's like climbing back up onto this <laughs> possum. Like his little hands are like up on the saddle and he's like um, pulling I, As we're up. talking, I don't even, I don't even look at Rerig, but I just kind of reach over and push him back off like as he's on the <laughs> roll, roll a, roll a check for me. For little Rerig, we're going to leave him broken and sad. It's a seven. Roll again. The seven. Rira grabs her hand and slaps her around and gets back up on his possum with all these little babies on him and he picks one up and puts it on his head and he's like, Disasters is my friend. I brought him in and he is the reason we are strong. You push me off my possum one more time and you will meet him. Okay. Bump him in the we get that he's your friend. We get that he's your friend and powerful. What is he? And Rira says he's bigger than you and okay. he's bigger than me. What does he look like? And the dwarf speaks up and he's like, a hill giant. Oh. These goblins have recruited a hill giant somehow. Interesting. Mm, we should go. Probably. Hey, guy. Boy, do we have some shit to catch you up on. Yeah, yeah. no shit. As you guys are, like, kind of trying to talk to Guy, <clears throat> you realize he's just, like, he's petting the buffalo's skull, and he has this beautiful saddle that is, like... The buffalo, by the way, for all intents and purposes, its skeleton is alive and well. Yeah. Um, it's just a skeleton. He has this really beautiful saddle that is like dark, dark leather. Looks expensive, and it's got feathers around the sides of it. Like in the back, it's got big, long black feathers and different like quail-looking feathers and all that stuff. And he puts it around the uh, the spine of the buffalo and latches it in. And he says, "We ride again, buddy. I, I'm so sorry for everything, but." We have purpose in this world, and we have to stop these fucking dragons. Yeah, and you see his, his hooves, they like clip and they clomp, and he's like... And I go, time to saddle up, bitches. It's good to be back. It's good to see you. Hell yeah. yeah. Guys, I'm sorry I had to take a little hiatus from the group, but the only way for the buffalo not to die is to already be dead. <laughs> You stay Sorry, ready, you ain't got to get ready. <laughs> Damn right. So Buffalo can't die now because he already did. I say we go kick some fucking dragon cloaca. Also, I have multi-class as a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like three levels? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. He took three levels in fighter. Fuck yeah. That's amazing. Oh my God. Let's go kick ass and take initials. So what's going on? Oh, by the way, your buddy Van says hi. What? He kind of talks some sense into me. You know, he came to me recently, like two days ago, and I was sitting there drinking myself into a fucking stupor. And he said, look, your buffalo, he needs you. He's still out there. He can come back. Just use magic. And I was like, what the fuck is magic? Wait, wait, wait. You set up the undead resurrection of your buffalo in two days? I sure fucking did. Just happened that there was a goddamn necromancer in the nearby city. I'm so going to go back to the kettle. You can take care of the dragons. <laughs> Boomity boom, whatever. He has this necromancer in here with him. He did not bring buffalo back himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he, he found her, everything, yeah, it's pretty in two days. That's what he's been doing the whole time. You guys have been doing all this other stuff. Yeah, exactly. Basically. But... You're, I, yeah, I mean, I knew what magic was, and I thought about it, but 
Your buddy Van, he sought me out. Somehow, he found those elven rangers, and they found me. And he said he was a turd, basically, and I needed to come help you guys. And I thought the only way to do this is to bring Buffalo back from the dead and come and help kick ass with you guys. That makes <laughs> sense, you can, right? You can barely hear Guy over Rio Rig having climbed up on your shoulder being like, Hey, man, look, it took a lot of work for me to get these guys together, and I don't appreciate you coming in here and making me look stupid. I, I get it, you know, because I feel the same way about all of this stuff and, like, whatever, but, like, it took me a lot of work to get all these guys here, and you're just going to come in here and you're going to ruin it. I pull his skull that he has on his head just down over his face. <laughs> he's like, oh, God! <laughs> and he's just, like, still hanging on to you. He's like, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> So good. <laughs> Either way, your buddy Van seems this, like a this pretty woman, cool guy. By the guy. way, you've brought us a necromancer. You've paid her. You've given her your blood. She walks out. Yeah. I uh, well, I I have a small interaction with her, and I'm like, Denara, I will always be in debt to you, even though you're paid up. But thank you for your services, and uh, and cool. Yeah, she's like, don't call me anymore. Don't worry. We're done here. Lose my number. <laughs> Did they just break me. up? <laughs> it was pretty tough to find a necromancer. Yeah, but you guys are all sitting in this cave with a fat rear rig and all these little goblins, and they're all like mm -hmm. dead quiet. Rear rig has his skull pulled over his face. Patches did it himself. Uh, you have untied four other adventurers. They told you they were waiting on you outside. Just to paint mm -hmm. the full picture of what's going on here. When I was coming to find you guys, I stopped by Isaac's house and... Uh, well, he, he wasn't there, Mallory wasn't there, and the city looked like shit, so I hightailed it pretty quick, and, uh... We'll fill you in. Um... Well, I tracked you guys, basically. That's how I got here. Oh, because you're a ranger. Yeah, I'm a yeah, ranger. That's right. Well, basically, I followed the fucking trail of bullshit all the way here. <laughs> you guys are super clandestine, but, uh... Did you realize that the, uh, smoke is billowing out of the ocean again? Yeah, we saw yeah. that happen. Yeah, right before that... We saw our dream, green dragon friend again. Oh, Jesus. I know he's been here. I could smell his butt breath and his butt. It smelled like it had been ripped open. It <laughs> probably has. So what, uh, what's on the roster? We have... If you guys will take me back, I'm sorry for abandoning you. Are you going to stay this time? Well, yeah. Like I said, Buffalo can't die. Buffalo can't die. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, if I die, I won't have much of an opinion on anything. Well, after the elemental plane of fire, we got another Shit. elemental stone. Yeah. So we have two now. Now we're cool. heading north to find Mallory. Yeah. Isaac's believes that she's there. And, and Isaac's... And maybe... Uh, How's Isaac's doing? He is dead. very likely dead. dead. Yeah, Makes sense. <laughs> How about Mallory? She dead too. She's she, by herself. We hope not. Facing uh, barbarians. Yeah. Uh, well, that we ought need to go. get there quickly. <laughs> That'll go over like a lead uh, balloon. So we're heading north. Yeah. No. I and think things yeah. are bad. Isaac is the one who got us out from the dragon. Hell yeah. Well, that's good that I just bought all these furs because uh, it sounds like we're about to go into the cold. By the way, just because I was drinking didn't mean I stopped. Let's get going. <laughs> Of course not. God damn it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm excited to be back, and uh, Van said he's heading back to Cormoran Theater to talk to the elves about maybe, I don't know, helping out with any of this bullshit, but I don't know. We didn't talk very long. All well, he said was Buffalo and Necromancer, and I was like, oh, that makes sense, and I just pretty much ran out of the house. 
Yeah, so the elves um, have already promised to help, and Arwell was almost their king, so yeah. there's that. Yeah, and Rhaeric's like, yeah, and I think that maybe we should all get together as a group and go to the north. Rhaeric, I think there may be a very important task for you here, for you and your people. And you can see him, like, starting to climb up onto the buffalo skeleton. Can we ask? Um, I, I, just, I, just I want to grab the back of his off. jacket and just pick him up. No, I butt kick him off. The so the two of you roll a strength saving uh-huh. or a strength check and or athletics, and we'll see if you can beat Rhea Rig. Hold on a second. I got to roll the real dice. It's a four or a fifteen. You take your pick. I rolled twice because I'm excited. I'm gonna take a four. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a. Uh, 11 for yeah. me. Ririg bites out and he like stabs his spear out and he like gets up onto it and he's like sitting on the saddle of the newly dead, undead buffalo before anybody else ever has. And he's like sitting up on it. He's like, let's go! I was already up All on the us. buffalo. Ririg. You sitting on it? I was already up Ririg's on the buffalo. Ririg's behind you then. All right. I... <laughs> Ririg, your services are going to be needed here. I sleep if or you, hold him. If you he's think like, you can. on the buffalo. No, no. Goblin's like. <laughs> here with your people. And your hill giant friend. Well, what do you mean, you, you mean hill giant friend? What was his Disastus. name? Disastus? I don't know that name. I say buffalo. <laughs> Buck. Never mind, you probably can't handle it. And I'm going to roll for the buffalo. He's like, I, you can't. Damn it. Five. Buffalo bucks and Rerig is holding on tight. You're not kicking him off ever, by the way. And so Rerig's holding on tight to this thing, and he's like, we'll go to the north. To, to mustard. Rerig, if if we all go north, son of a bitch. if we all go north, like who will him. keep the road safe for the armies to come through? <laughs> Ar- armies? Why would you bring armies here? They need to get to Raven's Bluff. There's an important, huge battle going down. It couldn't be that important. Why wouldn't you be there? Why are you hanging out with us? We have to go let the rest of them know. I jump off the We're buffalo. hanging out with you because you blocked our way. I jump off the buffalo, and I take my rope, and I tie it to a tree. Uh, but while you're tying this to the tree, Bruzzbull steps over, and he grabs the back of Rerig and, like, picks him up and off of the buffalo and steps him down. He's like, Rerig, we don't know these people so well. They've been good to us. Let them go. Let their friends go. We have enough. We have food, money. We don't need them. And Rerig's like, that's right. We don't need you. You're, you are only an inconvenience to us. And he's like, you have only brought shame upon my goblins and me and my home. And we, we would have gotten out I, even if I, you I, weren't right, there. Right. His skull helmet down over his face again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, changing <laughs> tactics. Ah. Rustbull, can you organize, maybe influence him a bit. Can you all keep this passage open and clear? Instead of taking any hostages, just take the ones that would block the way of the good people who need to get through. Brisbane says, uh, whether you like it or not, Rearig is the leader here. He took the things from the school that helped us get this giant. And because of him, we are well off under no one's servitude but our own. Mm-hmm. As free I'll keep the citizens, roads clear as long mm-hmm. as Rhea Rig says it's okay. Yeah, of course. As free citizens of the world, which I'm glad you are, you want to survive too, right? All we of you. are surviving. Good. It won't last long if the tear fall happens. So we're just asking you to join in in your way here, in your place. We make a living off the people who come through here. You have to talk to Rhea Rig, not me. I try to keep them under control as much as I can. 
I did not see any of this coming. <laughs> yeah. says, and I'm like, I'll get out of your hair, Rhea Rig. There's a lot going on I'm here. I'm going to leave the little group and go hang mm-hmm. out with the other pictures. <laughs> Rhea Rig, are you done shouting? Can you listen for a minute? Leader to leader. I listen because I want. Of course. To listen. I appreciate it very much. Thank His you. His little goblin fingers are out. And he's like waving and across this place and he's. I reach and adjust awesome. his skull back the way it's supposed to be. Sort of give a little side eye to patches. Just leave him alone for a minute. <laughs> Rear rig, you have built something incredible here. You should be very proud, and I'm sure you are. And as you say, you should be proud as the little goblins are. There we go. Things are back to him. normal, you guys. That's great. <laughs> I'm asking you to join us. We haven't asked many people to join us. So far, the only ones that we have asked this of have been very popular and very important and powerful people. Now that you're here and a leader, you have some responsibility. You see him like rubbing his chin? It's very important. Uh, Roll of persuasion with advantage. Okay. You told him what he wanted to hear. (laughs) Good. Come on, blarney dice. Natural 20. No shit. (laughs) Nicely done. And so as you say this, you, you told him exactly what he mm-hmm. wanted to hear. All he wanted from you all was to hear that he was the leader of these people. Like, he has more respect for you than, you, than he's letting mm-hmm. on, by far. I was hoping. And so, and so when you call him the leader of this place, you see him, like, his chest puffs out. He's like, fine. If you don't want us to hold adventurers, we won't. But you give me 100 gold pieces. Because the way we make our living... Is taking these people in, and I won't stab anybody else. Thank you. If you give me 100 gold pieces, this is for my people, for our food, for our warmth. Mm-hmm. You understand. Rear Rig, I will happily give you 100 gold pieces, and hear me out here. Stop the evildoers on the road. Stop thieves. Like, we Stop are- brigands. Yeah. But he points to his spear where the blood's up on the top of it. Uh-huh. And that's it. <laughs> that's, those were merchants. <laughs> maybe, maybe take a toll, but don't stab them. But f- have your I way. Mm-hmm. Have your way with the evildoers. The good ones, the ones that can help in the fight, let them through. And you give him 100 gold? I give him 100 gold. Take it away from your sheet. Mm-hmm. He takes it Let's and he see. holds it up. And all of his little friends like. <laughs> <laughs> and they all start dancing around him with all of their weapons. You all walk outside. You are with these merchants. Uh, Guy, are you out there on your skeleton buffalo? Hell yeah. All right. Guys with the parties on a skeleton buffalo. Doing some glyphs on the floor, and I'm talking to Guy, and be like, "Guy, what have, you, where have you been? Working out? Yeah, I can tell. Period. I've been pumping some iron. I've been learning how to fight. I've been learning how to avenge the buffalo, and uh, that's pretty much it. I've been period sleeping in a big grassy field. Oh. That sounds nice. nice, Yeah, I was really depressed, as you can probably imagine. But then I was sleeping in a big grassy field, and then somebody just happened to uh, tell me about the idea of necromancy, and I was like, "I don't see any practical use for that whatsoever." And then I was like, "Holy shit, my best friend, the buffalo." Could be brought back. Is a skedoodle, a spooky ghost, a skeleton. And then we could intimidate people and be together once more while he goes around and scares the living shit out of everybody because he's uh, a dead Yeah, buffalo. that's probably going to happen. Yeah. So it's a, basically, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a win-win. I've a... Uh, if I also die, I can hang out with Buffalo in the after realm. In the 20th dead world. That sounds pretty cool. Sure. We could use another hand if you want to follow us. 
<laughs> you're in luck. I have to. <laughs> God damn it. And okay. I, yeah, I like roll my eyes and I get back. <laughs> and I have um, a ritual spell ready for identify whenever they come out because I want to see what that necklace does. Okay, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing it. It's hot. Okay. I'm going to wrap it up right here. Okay. Arwell is casting this identify spell as you all walk out because Arwell did canonically go out ahead of everybody. Yeah. You all are walking out. Rearig sees you off like it was his idea that you're leaving. Bruzzle doesn't say much. Mm-hmm. Thraxy gave you this necklace and she, you can see her very sheepishly like waving you by. She's like saying goodbye to you all and she's like, Good luck. Let us know if we can help. And as you all are leaving, Arwell's casting identify. You get out and you show him this necklace. Whoever wears this necklace will get advantage on any charisma rolls they make, period. It is not a beautiful necklace by any means, but it is made of fine jewels and golds mm-hmm. and metals. But whoever made it had very little taste. <laughs> However, Calista has a love of tacky, over-the-top things right. occasionally. Yeah, exactly. So this it's is very fine. gaudy. It's yeah. gaudy, but it's magical. And as you all are walking out, you... It goes with my bracelet of mending. <laughs> you've had you've had your minds taken off of this event that happened like four days ago for a while, but as you were walking out of this place and your minds are like directing back onto the course you're supposed to go on, you're going toward Mole Master, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. You guys are walking toward Mole Master. It all starts to seep in. Like all these things that you've seen, all these things that you've done. And Guy, though you haven't experienced them, you feel the significant weight of it too. And then you all realize that this feeling is involuntary and that it's not coming from yourselves, but from an outside source. And you hear a small chirping <gasps> as it comes in. Baby! A small crying, a small purring. And Gumble lands on Patch's shoulder. Okay. You can see his wings are torn and his tail is crippled. But as he sits here, you feel a very significant sense of loss. You can hear him crying and purring oh, and sweet cooing. Baby. His little head is up against Patch's. A, a scratching between the eyes. And you can, you can like feel just this little bit of reprieve for just a moment. And then you notice that even underneath your hood, you can see the blood from him streaking across you. And as he sits here, you finally feel a little comfort from this feeling. <sighs> that you're able to relax for a second. But that feeling of loss and that feeling of resentment is like still in the back of all of your heads. As his wings are ripped and sitting on you. And we'll end this episode with me letting you all know that Gumball is the new familiar of the entire party. I want to heal him immediately. Okay. You want to throw a spell on him? <laughs> yes. The lizard of he looks sadness very, on the up very and up. Very much confirms that Isaacs is dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to give him a cure wounds. Yeah. You heal Gumble up to full. Uh, mm-hmm. Even with just like he does, he has a little more health than Ori. Like okay. you can roll it, but you will heal him to full. Okay. Gumble. We'll end uh, this episode right there. Hey, listeners, we had no, or like Rachel, Jonathan, and I had no idea <laughs> that we were going to run into Guy. No. No. Awesome. Hey, don't worry. Neither did Wes and I. <laughs> 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 That's true. Yeah. Y'all hammered um, that out on the porch in are between we sessions. traveling with the other, com- the, those four yes. adventurers? Yes. Okay. And we'll deal with that on the next episode. Okay. You all walking up with them, what they're doing, having those conversations, stuff like that. I'm back from my vacation, and I'm not the only one returned. We are ecstatic to have Guy on a Buffalo back, and after a few brief announcements, we have something very special for you to mark his return. It was produced by his player, Caleb Hanks. I think you're really going to like it. I know you're really excited to hear what Caleb has in store for you, so I'll make these announcements quick. 
Thanks for letting me off the hook easy last week so I could enjoy my vacation. I hope this episode was worth the wait. I'm refreshed and charged full of inspiration I brought back from Western Europe. Dice Envy wants to cradle all you little babies in their loving arms and bless you with the perfect feel and tactile sounds of their beautiful dice. They have a crazy huge inventory of dice, and I know you'll find something just for you on their site. They also offer subscription boxes that are chock full of fun D&D surprises. Whether you decide to get new dice, a subscription box, or both, enter Hit Dice Pod at checkout and you'll get 10% off every single time. Remember, you can never have too many dice and Dice Envy has got your needs covered. Don't forget to check out our partners. Mage Productions is near and dear to our hearts. And on top of having some really cool products, a great logo, and an incredible name, their podcast is great for D&D discussions of all types. If you are looking for insight and inspiration, look no further than Mage Productions. Our other partner, who is like our dark link, is All Hail Yogg, an all-evil D&D podcast. They finished up their first podcast and the second part is starting up now. It's a unique Dungeons & Dragons experience where each arc is about a different group of fanatics serving the same evil god in his quest for domination. Again, it's called All Hail Yogg. Subscribe if you dare. Lastly, we have to pitch ourselves, right? Look, you're already here and listening, so you obviously have great taste. Our unique Dungeons & Dragons coffee mugs are almost sold out. Hurry and grab one before they are gone. They are iconic, minimalistic, and tasteful. I love them. Each mug comes with a personal note signed by me and... Collector's Edition Evidence, which numbers the exact mug in the make you received. Those are available on our store now on the website, hitdicepop.com, and we are never making them again because I hate shipping and handling. Lastly, take a moment to leave us a review in whichever podcast provider you prefer or all of the podcast providers. It means a shit ton to us, it brightens our day, and it lets others know they should listen too. Oh, and don't forget to tell your friends about how in love you are with us. All right, that's it. And with all of that said, listeners, I present to you the musings of Caleb Hanks and his ode to the return of Guy on an undead buffalo. I'll catch you next week, adventurers. Enjoy. Enjoy.